by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. It's time for Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. And I'm Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble, First Alliance Credit Union. Morning, Jenna. Good morning. Flying solo this morning. I am. Just me today. (laughs) Just me today. Last week when Michelle was here with us, we talked about how to talk to your kids about your finances, considering what's going on, uh, especially folks who have lost their jobs or seen reduction in income that Mm -hmm. affects their budget. What are we going to talk about this week? Yeah, so this week we're going to be talking about a topic that we've covered before in a couple episodes. Um, It was episode 21 and 22. We talked about avoiding scams and what fraud is, Um, but it's an important topic. Um, So we're going to kind of cover it again, specifically because we've been seeing spikes in identity theft attempts. Um, scammers are kind of preying on people's fears right now around all the uncertainties going on in the world. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately. It's, it's a yeah. very, very timely topic. I think this morning alone, I think on my email, I received three phishing attempts. I believe it. Yeah. I've been getting all kinds of phone calls, you know, scam phone calls to my cell phone and constantly, every day, probably three, four of them a day. Well, I Um, imagine that you have some really frightening statistics for us concerning scams. I do. I do (laughs) have statistics. (laughs) So Google says reported that it was seeing more than 18 million daily malware and phishing emails going through their uh, Gmail system related to specifically to COVID-19 scams in the past week. That's 18 incredible. million a day. Yeah, that's a huge amount. Um, but they also and then they also reported they had 240 million daily spam messages related specifically to coronavirus. Um, <laughs> These numbers are just huge. Unthinkable. I mean, even. Yeah, I mean, overall, they're saying that scam attempts have risen over 350% since the beginning of the year. So in the first quarter and a half of the year, 350%. That's huge. That's a lot. You know, and we, um, we hear all these wonderful stories about people stepping up and doing um, wonderful, um, generous things for their neighbors in this time of need. And I guess there is a flip side to this as well. That there, yeah. You have some people the out there side. trying to take advantage of it. Yeah, the dark side. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it, it they do. And actually, so the Federal Trade Commission has reported that Americans have lost almost $13 million um, to COVID-19 related scams as of mid-April. So this year alone, $13 million already lost out of consumers' pockets because of scams. Obviously, it pays. Yeah, they, they wouldn't keep doing it and coming up with new ways to do it if it didn't work. And the only way it's not going to work 
as if people are more diligent about what they're doing um, and who they're giving their information to. Um, so all all of the big names, the FBI, the WHO, IRS, Secret Service, they've all independently issued warnings about COVID-19 related scams. Um, and they range from things like fake charities requesting donations all the way to sites claiming they have uh, a vaccine for the coronavirus or a cure. Um, and we'll kind of cover more of those in details, obviously. There is no cure for coronavirus. There's uh, no, no vaccine yet. No, <laughs> so. we wouldn't be at home right now doing this remotely on a Saturday morning exactly. if there was. Um, yeah. Obviously, um, terribly troubling numbers. Yes. So maybe we've talked about this, you know the scam artist the facet of your financial life in the past. Maybe mm-hmm. we should do a quick recap for those who missed the past episodes on the topic and cover the common types. Of fraud tactics. Yeah, great idea. So there's really the most common types of scams people are seeing right now are what are called phishing attempts and pretexting. Okay. So fraudsters use these different types of scams really to access sensitive data, uh, personal data of yours, so credit card numbers, social security numbers, banking information, even medical information. Um, all of this information can be used to impersonate you steal your identity and even steal your money right out of your bank account um, directly. So there's a lot of different ways they can, once they have your information, that they can use it and make money off of you or steal money from you directly. I even saw Mm -hmm. the Better Business Bureau issue a warning about putting up your senior picture on Facebook, which has become very faddish right now because it might allow somebody to glean a piece of information from that that could harm you this way. Absolutely. I mean, anything anything you share on social media is um, one way that people can get personal information about you. So it's always very important to be careful what you share on social media and who you share it with. Make sure you have your privacy settings locked down. That's definitely one way to keep yourself safe. Okay. So, um, so you mentioned phishing. Yeah. Maybe, maybe explain for folks who aren't familiar with that name other than going to the river and catching a fish. But <laughs> yeah. that's not what we're talking about. No, I mean, it's it's the digital version of that and from a fraud's perspective, I guess. So phishing with a P-H, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G, phishing. So this is a type of fraud attempt that is used to access personal data, um, obviously for fraudulent purposes. Typically, you see these through phone calls, text messages, emails, sometimes social media tools. Um, They use different tactics to really trick their victims into providing this sensitive information, personal information about themselves. Um, So generally, uh, a phishing attempt really tries to get the victim to do one of two things. So one is give up personal information about themselves. This is really like the classic version of the scam, which involves sending out an email. It's usually tailored to look like this urgent message from a little legitimate business. Once the user clicks on a fake link, it's brought to like a fake website where they, it typically resembles very closely a real one to or it's a really good fake website. (laughs) People are tricked by this all the time. Um, Then the user, you know, maybe it's a a fake banking website and you go to log in to your online banking account, but you didn't actually log into your bank account. You just gave them your login banking credentials instead. Um, So that's one really good kind of uh, 
trick that they use, and it works a lot, unfortunately, got, because people aren't paying close enough attention. I got one this morning that was from, you know, it wasn't from UPS, but it was pretending to be from UPS saying, oh, your package has arrived. We weren't able to deliver it. It's at our warehouse. Please log into our system to verify this, you know. Yeah, uh, yep, and that's a really good signal right there. We want you to verify information we should already have. Right. That's a really good sign that it's not real. Um, so the other version of phishing that happens a lot um, is it download malware onto your computer, right? And so these types of phishing emails um, trick you into infecting your own computer your own computer with a virus um, with the intent to steal data that's held on the computer. Um, sometimes it's passwords. Sometimes it's, you know, important uh, company information you might have, things like that. Um, you might have heard some malware is also often referred to as viruses, trojans, spyware, ransomware. They're all different words for similar things. Sure. All of them bad. All of them bad, yes. Yes, very bad. Um, so then I also mentioned pretexting. Now, pretexting is where the the attacker really focuses on creating like this really good ploy, this really good story, a fabricated scenario around who they are and why they're contacting you. And so this tends to be a more of a one-on-one scenario, but it can be broad ranging too if it comes through an email versus a phone call, something like that. But what they're trying to do once again is get the victim to give up personal information about themselves. Um, by giving a credible story, so to speak. A lot of times you you think about the grandson calling up grandma because he needs to get out of jail. Right. Type scams. I mean, that's a that's common one you hear. Um, so it's actually we have um, I have some audio of an actual scam call that um, I came across on the FCC.gov website, um, and it's a scam call and. If, impersonating the social security administration (laughs) can't get that word out for some reason (laughs) social security administration there we go yeah hello this is a call from the social security administration during these difficult times of the coronavirus we regret to inform you that we have got an order to suspend your socials immediately within 24 hours due to suspicious and fraudulent activities found on your socials We are contacting you as this case is critical and needs your urgent attention. To get more information about this case, please call immediately on our department number 888-991-2325. I repeat 888-991-2325. Well, that's a great example of what you can expect. Unfortunately, I think I've actually personally received that actual message. I think a lot of people probably have, So we're we're talking with Jenna Tobble, First Alliance Credit Union, about all the scamming that's going on out there. Even worse now that we're in the pandemic. And we'll continue with Good Money Moves right after this quick break on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Hi, I found a... Oops, with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Andy Brownell along with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. We're talking about scamming, scamsters. 
Oh, goodness. There's way too much of it. We thought it was bad before, but it's as what the statistic you showed, it was up 350% just in the mm-hmm. first quarter of this year. Um, and yeah. I can see why the information we talked about in the last segment would be very, very scary um, for people who, um, you know, receive it. Uh, it puts them in a really bad place. And uh, that's just one example of how this is done. Uh, what are some of the other yeah. common scams that we need to be aware of? Sure. So there's actually a lot of them. <laughs> I'm not going to cover them all today, but the seven most common ones that we're seeing right now, specifically around um, things that are going on with the coronavirus, COVID-19, those types of scams. First, um, the stimulus check scam. I mean, so what's happening with these is the fraudsters, um, they're going to call you, pretend to be from the government or maybe your bank and asking you to verify your bank account information so that they can you know deliver your check more quickly or they might even claim to have early access to your stimulus check now i know a lot of people at this point have already gotten theirs but if you are one of the people waiting for yours in the mail this might seem like a really good offer up front um, they might even be offering to deposit the money into your account if you hand over your financial information to them right now. Again, they're going to make this sound very, very urgent and make it kind of sound almost too good to be true. Um, so those are kind of some warning signs of of what to look for if, if you feel yeah. like you might be falling into this. But one thing to really keep in mind um, as far as the stimulus check scams go is the government or your financial institution for that matter, will never, ever initiate contact with you and ask you to verify your information over the phone, via email, text message, never. Never. It's They have that information already. They don't need you to verify it for them. The time they'll ask is when you make the contact with your Correct. institution. And Correct. they want to verify that it's actually you. Correct. Okay. Yes. Okay, um, stimulus check scams, I, I, that's a no-brainer. You knew that one was coming. What are some of the other yeah. common ones? Sure. So, and this, I mentioned this one a little bit earlier in the, in the show here. So COVID-19 product and like treatment-related scams. So what these are, uh, the scammers are kind of are creating these fake websites. They're pretending to have offers or cures for treatments um, for the virus. And they're hoping what you'll do is that you'll buy them or give it a free trial, um, except there there is no product. <laughs> um, there's, there's no treatment or test kits that have been approved by the Food and Drug Administration for home use. So anything offering you, you know, a vaccine or a test kit or any kind of cure or related to coronavirus is, is a scam. Yep. It's not real. Um, you are throwing your money away. You are. And and this is one that's really hard for people because there are a lot of people out there who are really scared right now who are who just want to know that they're going to be okay or maybe they know a loved one um, who has been affected by the virus and they want to get a treatment for that person. You know, that's... This is one of those. This one just kind of breaks my heart a little bit because it's is really one that really does just prey on people's fears. Yeah, it's cruel. So much. What it is. It is. It is. Um, so don't fall for that one, please. <laughs> um, 
Another one that's common, and this one is common outside of the coronavirus, and that's work from home scams. But I added in in here now because there are so many people right now who are out of work um, or have had reduced hours and are looking for ways to um, supplement their income in different ways. Um, So these work from home scams, I've seen an uptick just because of uh, people's financial state right now. Yeah, you see them all the time. So, you can make $6,000 a month at home. Exactly, yeah. I mean, there are some real work-from-home opportunities, um, but what these ones look like, um, it, they're typically going to be offering you a really large sum of money, right. like $6,000, um, for a very small amount of work that you can do from your home. So if the offer is too good to be true, it probably is. Um, Typically, how these are structured is to kind of get you started in this new job. They're going to request that you provide them with some money for training or maybe to purchase special equipment you need to do this job from your home. Or the other tactic they often use is they're going to request your bank account information so that they can directly deposit your payment once you start the job. Sure. The problem is there is no job. What they're going to do is they're going to take the money or the information you gave them and you'll never hear from them again. And they could use it to continue to steal money from you if you until you catch on and, and do something about it. Um, so like I said, there are legitimate work from home opportunities out there. So it's really, really important if this is something you're looking into, that you're doing a lot of research on the company before you sign up for anything, before you give them any kind of personal information. Don't be afraid um, to contact them outside of the channels that they're trying to get you to work with them in. Ask lots of questions of them before accepting the position. Do not provide them any sensitive information until you're 100% positive this is a legitimate um, business. That's really the best thing you can do is yep. do your research. Be smart about it. Okay. I know there's a couple other ones. We're cruising through our time pretty quickly here, Jenna. Maybe we can yeah. just kind of list them off as quickly as we can. Yeah, sure. So um, another one, common one that isn't necessarily just related to COVID-19, but is seeing a resurgence just, again, because people's financial situations are in flux right now is the debt reduction scams. Um, they tend to really capitalize on people's desire to get rid of debt, which everybody has that. So it makes a lot of sense why they would do that. Um, really, if you're struggling financially, don't take an offer from a company you've never heard of or worked with before. Go to your lender first. Many financial institutions like First Alliance are offering hardship assistance to their customers or members who have been affected by COVID-19. That is where you should start if you're having debt problems right now, not a random company off the internet. Yeah, that's one thing. If uh, Since I've done this program with you, if you're having trouble, that's one of the first calls you should be making is to yes. your lender talk to the people yes. who have been working with you and see if you can work something out yes exactly most most of the time they will find a solution for you um so another one that's really common right now and this kind of goes along with that, that grandma getting that phone call from grandson in jail it's a similar scheme that a sick family member though right so it goes something like you know hey i'm in the hospital i've been you know I've got COVID-19 and I need money for treatment right now. They won't treat me until I pay them. This is like this urgent plea for money, right? 
Um, and it's it can be a little bit easier for people to pull off or for Connor just to pull off right now because people are being so isolated. They don't maybe aren't in close contact with certain relatives who live far away or even relatives that live nearby because they aren't going out and talking and seeing people the way they used to. And so if if you get a call like this, don't hand over any money. <laughs> Double check that the person who's contacting you um, is is really who they say they are. You know, reach out to other friends or relatives who would be close to this person um, using the phone number you would normally contact them at, not the number they called you from, and find out what's really going on. Um, and if it really, if it really is a family member who needs money, you know, you have to weigh the pros and cons of that. But um, it, typically, this is going to be a, a pretty well, common scam. I don't think I've heard a single story of any medical center turning somebody away for treatment of COVID-19 due to financial situations at this point. Exactly. And I, I would say the same thing. Um, but it's one of those things you gotta, you gotta yep. just don't, don't let those urgent pleas kind of rope you in. Cause that's tends to be what happens. Um, so another one that's been pretty common is the fake website. Some with offering exclusive coronavirus related information. So oh, yeah. um, they, tend to claim that they have exclusive information from the CDC or a similar organization um, once you visit the site. Um, if you click around, they might get you to download something onto your computer. It's usually a malicious you know, software program that's designed to steal your information. So just be wary of where you're getting your information right now. Make sure it's accurate and not part of a scam. Um, you should just be especially careful of, of websites that have coronavirus or COVID-19 in the site name itself. Um, that means it was probably created very recently and is most likely fake. So it's something like coronavirusinformation.com or, you know, sure. something like that. You what know, CDC slash coronavirus is fine. <laughs> it's, it's that main URL yeah. that you have to watch out for. And I imagine that there's uh, a lot of folks who are out there trying to take advantage of the situation just with bogus charity scams as well, where absolutely they open up a shop, they take in the money, and they actually don't use it to help anybody. Exactly. Yep. I, that was That is my last one on the list, charity scams. Yep. And again, this is something that happens all the time, not just during coronavirus, but this is one that has seen a resurgence just because there is so much need out there. Um, people are really taking advantage of that. So just, again, just be le- make sure you're donating to legitimate charities and not just clicking donate because they sent you an email. Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of legitimate ones out there that could actually use yes. your help. That's for sure. Exactly. All right. Jenna Tobles here with First Alliance Credit Union on Good Money Moves. Back in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96. 96- Opportunities present themselves every day. Opportunities that move us forward. Opportunities to serve part-time in your community. Explore your opportunities in the Air Force Reserve. We're talking good money moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, Andy Brownell with Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. It's good money moves. We're back. We've been talking about scams, uh, identifying all the different types of scams, the general uh, tactics used by scammers. Now, what can I do? 
if somebody tries to scam me? Yeah, well, first of all, don't let them. Yeah. <laughs> if you, but if you do encounter any of these, um, don't, like I said, just don't give them any information. Don't let them pressure you into anything. But the best thing you can really do is make note of whatever information that the scammer is giving you, including names, websites, phone numbers, and then report it to the FTC and to your local police department. Um, because then they can start making a list of ongoing scams and, and really keep track of those. And it helps them to narrow down who is, you know, trying to scam you. Sure. And they can also let other folks in the community know, you know, they're seeing yeah. a lot of it. Yeah. Let, let yes. us all know it's going around. Um, exactly. You mentioned that um, there are ways to avoid the scams and recognize the scams. Are there any other additional tips that we should all be aware of concerning scams? Yes, yes. So one thing I really want to um, kind of touch on is senior citizens do tend to be at the higher end of risk level for falling victim to scams. So it's really important that you're talking um, with your aging relatives about how to protect themselves from fraud and how to recognize it, especially when they are probably a little bit more isolated now than they normally are. Um, they're they're going to want to probably talk to people on the phone more because they're not getting as much social interaction yeah. as they maybe were before. So it's really important that you're checking on them, making sure that they know how to protect themselves and how to spot a scammer. But overall, I mean, just slow down. Ask questions. If something doesn't seem right, it's probably not. Don't be afraid to hang up on someone and call back the number you would normally contact that organization or person at. So if if, you, if they're pretending to be your financial institution and it doesn't seem right, hang up and call the financial institution back at their main number, not the number that you got the call from to verify the information. Um, again, don't click on links or open attachments in any email you were not expecting to receive. That's a huge one. Yep, it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you do think that you may have fallen victim to a scam, contact your financial institution right away and let them know what happened so that they can help um, put protections in place to help protect your account and your money um, before anything bad happens yeah. to it. Don't be embarrassed. Get the yeah. help. Nope. Because I think that happens that folks realize that they you know did something they shouldn't have done and then they're kind of you know reticent to contact say the credit yeah. union and, and you're there to help that's what you're there for exactly i mean that they design these scams to for you to fall victim to them so if you do i mean don't you can feel a little bad about it because now they've got your information but don't let them do anything with it stop it before they get anywhere with it all right jenna i know well <laughs> i'm gonna throw it back at you because i know your website has some fantastic information about this topic and of course other topics related to good money moves Absolutely. So our website, firstalliancecu.com, um, I would suggest subscribing to our blog so you get the most recent updates about information we have regarding um, how we can help you, um, whether it be due to a coronavirus situation, identity theft, you know, how to manage your money in general. Like We've got it all out there. Um, we also have an online resource center um, that has two different packets about what to do if you do fall victim to identity theft. It walks you through step-by-step -step how to recover your identity. Um, but we also have a lot of services that are designed to help protect you and alert you of potential fraud from the get-go. So our My Cards feature in our mobile app, we have credit score tracking tools, and also we offer our members tax notifications if we see 
potential fraudulent activity happening on your account. So we get a text notification about that. Um, but we've also partnered with Legal Shield um, and our members receive discounts for identity theft protection plans. So if you were to fall victim to identity theft, they would help you um, recover your identity. And as always, if you have questions, you can call First Alliance Credit Union, correct? Yes. Yes. Call us, email us, send us a message on the website. Lots of ways to get in contact with us. All right. Fantastic information, Jenna. Thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks, Andy. We'll talk to you next week on Good Money Moves. It's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Here's the latest from the News Talk 1340.